Hi, everybody. <clears throat> Broadcasting live from the Holy City of Jerusalem. Hope everyone's feeling well and dandy. So, it's very interesting. Rashi, explaining Rashi in this week's parsha. So, boy, parsha's boy, Perak Yudalf Pasake. We're talking about that, 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 uh, Moshe's saying that uh, Makas Becharis is going to happen, the firstborn of <coughs> everyone, every person, and uh, every animal is going to be killed. So the, the way he words it is, Mi Bechor Paraya Yeshua Kisai, from the firstborn of Paraya, who's sitting on his throne, Ad Bechor Shivcha, until the Bechor, the firstborn of your maid servant. So Rashi says, that uh, that is it were every single person's firstborn was going to be killed, right from the top to the bottom, everyone's included. So why were the sons of the maid servant stricken too? They would also enslave the Jews. Besides, for the Jews being enslaved to the Egyptians, their average Egyptian and the Egyptian nobility, and working for the country. Even the servants, the, the Egyptian servants, would also enslave the Jews. They'd also boss them around and tell them what to do. And he says, They were happy with the Tsar of the Jews. They were happy. They were happy that the Jews were being even lower than them. They are happy that the Jews were being beaten. They were happy the Jews were Tsar. They were in pain. The Jews were in pain. And the, 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 even the Mitzrayim, who themselves were slaves, were happy that the Jews were in pain. <clears throat> so Rashi is saying two reasons. First of all, because they also bossed the Jews around and told the Jews what to do. And second of all, they were happy with the Jews being in pain. Now, Sif Sechem says that there's, Rashi brings two reasons, because each one alone wouldn't be enough of a reason for them to uh, to get killed. The first reason that they enslaved the Jews, it wasn't a full enslaving. They didn't really enslave the Jews because they themselves were slaves. But they were and they they bossed them around, so they enslaved them. But it wasn't as much; it wasn't a full servitude that they enforced on the Jews. And if they would just say the second reason of they were happy and the Jews' downfall, the Jews were being bitzar, that that alone wouldn't be good enough because they didn't do a ma'isa, didn't actually do an action against the Jews. So for Hashem, so to speak, to do an action against them, it wouldn't uh, equal up. It wouldn't be midah kenega midah. But you have both reasons together if they did actions of enslaving the Jews, and <clears throat> they were happy that the Jew, Jews were retired, brings to the marshal, that the Jews were in pain. Both of those together are reason enough for them to also be included in Makas Becharis and the first ones to get killed. Now, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible, terrible thing and a fascinating concept. They themselves were slaves. They know what it means to be slaves to the, to the Egyptians. I don't know how they were treated. I'm sure they weren't treated as badly as the Yidden were, but they themselves were slaves. And normally, it's hard for us to feel other people's pain. It's hard for us to really put ourselves in someone else's shoes and actually feel what they're going through and experiencing it. But if we ourselves are going through that a similar situation or have, have gone through a similar situation, it's much more easy to feel where they're coming from. It's nice to say, like, yeah, you know, it's a terrible thing that happened. Okay, then you move on with your day. Well, unless you really experience that or appreciate the experience, it's very hard to feel someone else's pain and what someone else is going through. And these people themselves were slaves. These people, a should have been should have been able to feel 
what the Yidin were experiencing. That they they were probably not beaten like the Yidin were, but they were in servitude also, and they should and and they should have been able to commiserate with the Jews. Now it is it, we're not even saying that they didn't just commiserate. It's not just that oh they weren't sad and they didn't really care about the Jews' experience, even though it was somewhat similar to their own. They were happy. They were the opposite. They didn't just not commiserate. They were happy that the Jews were bizarre. They were happy that Jews were being beaten. And and that it's such a an intense way for us to to learn. It's something for us to learn the opposite of this, which is that it's it's so 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 important for us to be able to really, if someone's talking to us about something they're going through, or if even if they're not talking to us, people talk to us without saying words. If someone just we're, we're we're connected to someone who's going through something, it's some very important to be able to feel what their experience is before we respond or before we interact even it's we have to put ourselves in someone else's shoes it's so 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 important so the uh which the first pair of is a chasidish muster safer for talmidim the pizetz narebbe speaks to you and he writes it as if he's speaking he speaks to us as he writes it as if he's speaking to his own student he keeps saying my beloved my student but the first chapter before he starts talking to students is for parents and teachers. And in that, and in, before all that, he writes, he writes in there that he never, I think it's in that introduction, in that first uh, chapter, or maybe it's in the introduction, but he writes that he, before ever writing about overcoming something, and again, it's safer speaking to students, so he's talking to students about how to overcome certain challenges. He goes through a whole bunch of challenges, but before writing any of them, before writing his safer to students and giving them advice, he put himself in the student's shoes. He 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 closed his eyes and he meditated and and put himself in the, as if he's in the place of the student. He says, "Okay, now I'm a student. Now I'm thirteen. Now I'm fourteen. Now I'm twelve year old kid, and now I'm entering the world. And now I'm looking through the world through a, a, a young man's eyes or a young girl's eyes, and and he writes it to to to, to Talmidim to students of yeshiva, the this, this sefer, but he puts himself in that person's eyes, and then he wrote the sefer about the struggle, about how to overcome certain challenges. And it's so, so, so important for us to not just respond to people. People don't need responses nearly, nearly, nearly as much as they do someone who understands them. It's 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 what, what people remember from you when you meet someone five, ten years after you got to know someone. You, you're in yeshiva with them, or you know, so you, so you went on vacation with them, you bumped into them somewhere, you had an experience together, right? And then you meet them a bunch of years later, what they're going to remember most about you is how you made them feel, not a, the advice you told them, not the technical stuff. And it could be you gave someone really good advice and you really helped someone out, and it was, and obviously he remembers that, and that's tremendous. And there's, and it, it's not, this is not different from that. But the main thing that people are going to remember from us is how it made them feel. Why? Because advice means nothing if we're not in their place in the first in the first place. If we're not in their shoes in the first place, okay, you're giving me advice. You're 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 telling me something wise. It's not what we're missing. We could Google inspirational quotes. We could Google top fifty smart quotes of the twenty twenty one, and have our own list pulled up. That's not that's not what people need. We're in a generation of knowledge. People have knowledge, but we need to connect. 
And when, if someone doesn't feel if we're connected to them, there's no point in even talking. And what we shall learn from here is that it's such a, a terrible, tragic thing that the Mitzrayim themselves, who were slaves, not only did they not commiserate with the Jews, but they were happy in the Jews' tsar. And that, combined with the fact that there was a Misa, because they also bossed the Jews around, was enough for that were included in Makas Bechars that the firstborn were killed. If they wouldn't have been happy, even if they would have bossed the Jews around, but if they wouldn't have been happy that the Jews were in pain, they wouldn't have been included, it seems from Rashi. But the fact that they were happy, they didn't connect with other people, they, don't, they didn't care at all. Excuse me, just a crash. They didn't care at all about what else was going on to other people, even though it was a similar experience. And that, that and the fact that they were happy that other people were being hurt, instead of trying to put, them, put themselves in those shoes, or even being apathetic. I don't know what happened then. It seems like they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't have got punished. You know, it's a terrible thing too, but they wouldn't have got punished. But they were happy that someone else was being hurt. They were included in Akas Bacharis. We should all see each other and connect soul to soul and have a beautiful Shabbos and a beautiful <clears throat> life. All the best. Shabbat Shalom.